Heartland, it is great to be with you today. And so I just read this article this past week uh, about this gentleman who went on a sailboat cruise. And it was pre-COVID that he set sail. And through the storms and through waves, he found himself uh, having to go to port. And two months into his sailing trip, he gets into this port, he docks, and he walks into this town. And he has no idea that COVID is taking place. But what he notices is people are social distancing and not really giving him eye contact. And so he just thought, what kind of town have I pulled into or uh, even... What kind of stranger do they think I am? Can you imagine moving into port like that and not realizing there's a global pandemic? Well, once he finds out that there's a global pandemic, all the strange behavior and the distancing, lack of eye contact and all those things actually begins to make sense. Uh, it, it allows him to have a sense of perspective. And that's what this series is for us in terms of resilient. We're in week two. Uh, as we get into the reading in Acts, it allows us to get God's perspective about the way life can be for us as followers of Jesus. So last week, we actually looked at these resilient people, Jewish people who had believed in the message of Jesus, who were being persecuted, put in prison, losing their lives, and they had been scattered because of such activity, and yet they had resilience because Jesus was their source, their source of joy. The joy of the Lord was their strength, so much so that they brought that message to their city and surrounding cities, and there was great joy in that city. So as we move into week two of Resilient, we want to garner the perspective that God actually has for us as we, as we look at what the story unfolds and, and gives us God's perspective about. So the perspective of God that we'll see in Acts chapters 9 and 10 and 11 is that God's love and God's message is not just for a select group of people, the Jewish people, it's actually for everyone. And so we're going to call ourselves to see what God sees, perspective, to love what God loves, to value and honor what God values in honor. In fact, we see as we get into Acts chapter 10 uh, through this uh, message today is that God loves everyone. No one is exempt and that's why if we go back to uh, uh, John, the gospel, where he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And the capture there is God so loved the world. He didn't just love a particular people in a particular time in a particular place, but he loved the entire world. And so the question that I begin to ask myself on the front end of today's message is, will I love what God loves? So if I get the perspective that God has and I begin to see what God sees, then I'll begin to perhaps love what he loves and value what he values, which is every individual, every kind of individual, every person, woman, man, child, every age, every race, every socioeconomic status, because that's who God loves. And so where do we get this in Acts Chapter 10. 
Well, Peter, who is one of the early church fathers, he's one of those apostles, one of those people that actually followed Jesus. You might remember that he actually denied Jesus when Jesus was going through his suffering and his death and his burial and his resurrection. But there's been a great restoration that happened inside the life of Peter that he actually has become this uh, great messenger to his own people and beyond because the Holy Spirit came upon his life and brought power. That's what Jesus actually said would happen. He, he told his early followers, hey, go wait in Jerusalem in Acts 1.8. Wait for the Holy Spirit to come and he'll come upon you and he'll give you power and then you'll go out and you'll be my witnesses first in Jerusalem and then to the greater parts of the earth. You'll actually bring my message to those that are like you, but then you'll actually bring my message to the people that aren't like you and the people that are far from me and far from you in terms of distance. And so we pick up in Acts chapter 10 where Peter actually had a vision from God that God wanted to bring him, uh, bring the message through Peter to a Gentile people. And so in that day there were the Jews and they were considered this, uh, I wouldn't say elite people, but they were God's chosen people and uh, they actually kind of had an attitude about it that they were somewhat special. And, and not that God didn't show them favor, but he wanted to take the very favor and goodness that he poured out on them in the Holy Spirit. And he wanted to bring it to what was called the Gentile people. It was considered this outsider people, the rest of the world that were non-Jewish. And Peter just was having a difficult time with this because the Gentile people were considered unclean people in terms of their behavior, in terms of their practice, in terms of their culture, in terms of the things that they ate. And, and God said, no, Peter, I don't want you to call unclean what I'm gonna call clean, so I want you to get up and I want you to go to these people. And so Peter brings some of his believing friends with him and, and he goes and he brings the message of Jesus to this Gentile people and actually to Peter's surprise and the surprise of the group as Peter began to explain about all that had taken place and that Jesus was this real person uh, that was actually God who came into the earth and he was the sacrifice for sin and he died and he was buried and then he rose again from the dead and of course Peter's telling them this message with the power of the Holy Spirit that had come upon him earlier and he's offering this to them and we pick up the story in Acts chapter 10 verses 44 and 45 and so we'll put it on the screen for you, you can read along. It says, while Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Holy Spirit fell on all of them who heard the word. And the believers who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. So what's amazing here is all of a sudden the chosen people just weren't the Jewish people. Now the non-Jewish people we're having the favor of God demonstrated by the Holy Spirit who is now poured out on them just like it was poured out on Peter and these Jewish folks. So what does that tell us? It tells us that the love of God, the message of God isn't just for this Jewish people. It's actually for all people. That, that the love of God is actually for everyone, Jew and for the Gentile. So what, what does that mean for us today here in Kansas City? Well, it means that 
the message of God, the love of God, this Jesus-first life, it's not just for a select few. It's actually for the Latino population, the Caucasian population, the African-American population. It's for all races. It's for female. It's for male. It's for young. It's for old. It's for rich and for poor, and it's for the oppressed, and it's for the privileged. It's for the Democrat and for the Republican, for the independent and the libertarian. It's for every kind of person. Now, you've probably had this happen to you in this COVID season, but uh, my wife and I just out taking a walk, and it's become kind of our custom. We're, we're out taking a brisk walk. It might be two miles, might be three and a half miles, but we try and go for 45 minutes or an hour, and we're just talking about our day, celebrating highs and lows, talking about the kinds of things that are important for decision-making and celebrating uh, the different things, having hard conversations. So we're out on our walk, and we're about halfway through walking briskly up the hill, and so we live close to a four-lane roadway called Prairie Star Parkway. Two lanes one way, two lanes the other, and it's 45 miles an hour. So as we're walking down uh, the street, uh, we noticed there was a couple coming our way, and they slowly began to move into the grass, and then they slowly began to move into uh, the parkway, well, on this parkway, there isn't a shoulder. I mean, the yellow line is right up against the curb, and it was that time of day where there was a lot of traffic, and I just thought to myself, I can't, what's going to happen here? But when I have the perspective of we're in COVID season, we need to social distance, um, they, they seem more conscious in terms of just being vulnerable, being older, and so I can understand why they might put themselves at risk to get into the traffic, and so... The perspective is I completely understand why they would maybe risk being in the street as we were social distancing. And we moved over on the grass, by the way. Don't want you to think we just kind of pushed them to the curb. Uh, but it was, it was amazing that often when we're doing this uh, walk, folks will have their mask on and, and we might not even make eye contact. You can't see their facial features. But what I'm discovering, if I have the perspective that I'm learning here in Acts chapter 10, is that whether I lock my eyes with them or I see them, or like here, I can't see you. We're not in the auditorium. I can't, I can't lock eyes with you. I know you're there, but whether I can see you or not, here's what I know, that everyone that I see, those that I don't see, God loves every kind of person. And so the question for me is, will I love what God loves? Whether I can lock eye contact with a person or they don't want to see me for some reason in this season, will I love who God loves even if they're not like me in kind? So here's what we want to call ourselves to uh, in this message today. We want to call ourselves to a demonstration of the kindness and love of God by doing a simple thing. Just call it love in action. We want to offer love in action through an act of kindness. One act of random kindness to somebody today or this week. Why would we do that? Well, it actually demonstrates what we're reading here in the text. Last week we said, hey, we want to be joy bringers. This week we want to bring love, and the way that we can do that is actually through an act of kindness. It's a simple demonstration that I have the perspective of God 
that I see what he sees and I love what he loves and I value what he values because he loves every person. He values every kind of person. So the call today is to love like he loves. And the way we can demonstrate that is through a simple act of kindness. Now, some of us love random acts. We love the spontaneous. Other of us will say, no, I actually love the planned thing. So, for instance, we can do an act of kindness by putting some goodies on the front step of a neighbor. Well, some of you say, hey, I love to actually plan about that. I want to think about what they would enjoy, and then I want to go to the store, and I want to get the ingredients, and then I want to actually spend the time thinking that through and wrap it up in a way that would be presentable for that person. That's because you're a planner. Some of you are like, no, 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 I love the spontaneous. Like, I thought about that person right now. Let's find out what we've got for ingredients. Let's whip something together. And you are having joy to demonstrate love and that kind act through spontaneous love. Another way that it can work is if you're a random person, and maybe you're going through Starbucks to get your coffee. Uh, you've heard these stories where you could pay for the person in the back of you. Again, just a simple random kindness act. Some of you say, no, 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 I don't want to do it randomly. I actually want to think about it. What day, what time, I want to get in line. And that's because you're a planner, and that's amazing. So whether it's I want to mow the neighbor's lawn, by the way, each one of these have some sense of dignity. I mean, some people's lawn, they don't want you to walk on it. They don't want you to mow it. You know, I mean, ring the doorbell and ask, can I mow your lawn? I just wouldn't go ahead and, and uh, randomly make that happen. But there's several ways that this week we can do a random kindness act that demonstrates love, which is actually expression of this resiliency that we're learning from these people in Acts who are saying, hey, this is what God sees. This is what God loves. This is what God's valuing. It's every person, every kind, whether I can lock eyes with them or not. I want to love who God loves. Well, here's what's amazing to me as we look at this Acts chapter 10. And if we could put that slide up again. Acts chapter 10, verse 44, reads like this. While Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And then the believers who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. So there was a demonstration that God's love and message had reached these people because they saw the presence of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit was all over these people and it just demonstrated God's love towards them. And so as we think about this random act of kindness this week, as is our custom to pray, come Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that fell on these people to say, yes, God loves them too, is the same Holy Spirit that actually can tell us right here, right now, about who he is pursuing in my spheres of influence, who he is pursuing with his love through perhaps my act of kindness. And so I just want to invite you personally, so if you're out on a walk or you're with your family uh, on the couch or if you're watching this by way of archive, just want to invite you right here, right now, can you pause what you're doing? I don't mean pause the listening. I mean, focus in and say, Holy Spirit, come. I, I want to pray with us. Holy Spirit, come. Would you show me who you are pursuing with your love? Would you show me the kindness act 
that I could do and who I can do it towards. Why don't you just pray with me right here, right now? And let's see who God brings to mind. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, come. Would you show me the person in my relational circle whom you are pursuing with your love that I can give kindness to? Now, I have to believe that the same Holy Spirit that was showing kindness through Peter in Acts chapter 10, today honors a prayer like that that we ask. He brought people to my mind even as I prayed moments ago. And I'll tell you what was going on inside of me. I would say something like, no, certainly God, certainly not them. No, 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 you you don't want me to reach out to that person. Well, yeah, it might be the neighbor that nobody likes. It could be that sibling that has kind of been estranged. It could be that in-law that maybe God wants you to reach out to. Not suggesting it has to be the hard person, but don't discount the face or the name or the act that Holy Spirit brought to your attention. This is a call to our resiliency that we plug into the source Jesus who is our love, he gives us this perspective of love and then we say yes to loving who he loves and we say yes to the names and faces that he brought our way. And by the way, you might have been a person who didn't see or hear anything. That doesn't mean as you go about life this week for a coworker or a neighbor or, or a sibling in the house or a roommate or a stranger that you can't actually, when you see them, now be reminded that God actually loves them and He maybe is nudging you to show a random, simple act of kindness on on God's behalf toward them. Well, that's the invitation today. God wants to give us his perspective that he loves all people and that we can love what he loves. And a way that we demonstrate that simple love can be through an act of kindness, be it planned, be it random, May Holy Spirit just empower us as his people, Heartland, in this season to be resilient and just share from the source, which is Jesus, this great love in demonstration with great and simple acts of kindness. Let me pray for us. Father, I just thank you that our perspective can be shaped by reading these accounts and acts of of how they brought joy to a city or, or how your love got to a people that we didn't think would be gotten to and and then it, it came our way as well. And, and then you want us to, to see what you see and love what you love, which is every person, regardless of their kind, and and then that you would actually nudge us to demonstrate that through simple acts of kindness. And so, God, would you bring to remembrance this simple nudge this week of an act of kindness to demonstrate your love to those that you're pursuing. And so I just want to say thank you this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, we do want to invite you that if you want to celebrate, we want to celebrate with you these random acts of kindness. Uh, You you can go ahead and put it at hashtag 
church anywhere. You can put a post there and uh, we can celebrate how we're demonstrating the love of God to the furthest out and to the closest in. And we also want to invite you, we've got our connect rooms after the service and you can join us there. We'll have a slide uh, up that shows you how you can access that. You can go to uh, heartlandchurch.org. Uh, you can scroll down and, and click on the connect room, and we've got um, pastors there to connect with you. Uh, if you have questions, you want to pray, you want to process, uh, that is available to you. All right, may you be found this week in God's love, demonstrating God's love with great acts of kindness. Uh, great to be with you this morning, Heartland. Have a great week.